good Thursday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Thursday Night Throwdown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming to you solo for now. But I'll be joined soon by Lady C, Demandiawa, Delante, uh, the man that's cool as ice, twice as nice, and they never had a bad day in his damn life, Junie. Uh, the boss BJ and Big Jim are on special assignment tonight, but I know the boss BJ is going to hold down the text window from wherever he is. Um, Who? Now this one right here, this one right here. Uh, I know Delonte wanted to get into this one, so I, I, I gotta I gotta bring him in on this one. Eighteen former NBA players charged in a four million dollar healthcare fraud. And here's my thing. I don't understand how this is a thing again because we just went through this in the NFL. Uh, It's actually posted on our uh, Instagram page about um, some of the players. And the names on the list kind of shocked me. You got Allen Anderson, Tony Allen, Shannon Brown, Will Bynum, Glenn Big Baby Davis, Melvin Ely, Jamario Moon, Darius Miles of the Knuckleheads Podcast, Ruben Patterson, Milk Palacio, I don't remember him, CDR, Chris Douglas Roberts, Eddie Robinson, uh, Gregory Smith, Sebastian Telfair, Terrence Williams, Antoine Wright, and Tony Rope. So I'm going to bring in the man of the hour, Delonte, on this one. Let him speak on this one. Brother, first and foremost, good evening. Good to see you. Good to hear from you. Uh, what you got to say with this? Uh, t- first off, testing one, two. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you good. All right, cool. Man, I'm, I'm disappointed in all 18. You know what I'm saying? When I when I saw the the uh, the breaking news, I was like, come on, really? Did, did, y'all, did y'all see what happened to Clinton Porters? Like, you know what I'm saying? Porters went from being the top rusher Pro Bowl Russia to soon to be prisoner. And you know what I'm saying? Now, and now that this is a, a federal charge. So this this is serious, man. This is serious. But I think the one who I'm really disappointed in, Darius Miles. I listen, we, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of people listen to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it kind of got his name back out in a positive light. Because I wouldn't say he his name wasn't more so in the most positive light when he was in the league. You know, he made sneaky comments to LeBron and then, you know, he was young and dumb. So, you know, he did some things, some things. But this, this is just dumb, man. Come on, like, come on, Darius, man. I'm sorry. Come on, D-Miles. And Shannon Brown, I'm disappointed in him, too. I'm disappointed in him, too, man. Um, Big Baby, I think the name for it speaks for itself. But, you know what I'm saying? I just, and I'm, 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 I'm disappointed. Uh, Sebastian? Bruh, man, you need to get your life together, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I'm not even like bagging on you, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know what I'm saying, brother man to brother man, like, you gotta get yourself together. But D Miles, I'm 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 highly disappointed in D Miles, man. I agree. I'm highly disappointed in all of them. Uh and I'm reading this off uh ESPN.com and 
Okay, 18 former NBA players were charged Thursday with pocketing about $2.5 million illegally by defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan in a scam that authorities say involved claiming fictitious medical and dental expenses. Quote, the defendant's playbook involved fraud and deception. U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss told the news conference after the FBA agents, FBA agents, I've been having trouble reading this week, Lord. Across the country arrested 15 ex-players and one of their wives in a three-year conspiracy that authorities say started in 2017. Wow. Um, in one instance, she said an ex-player was playing basketball in Taiwan when he was supposedly getting $48,000 worth of root canals and crowns on eight teeth at a Beverly Hills, California dental office in 2018. Uh, wow. Um, Strauss said each defendant made false claims for reimbursements that range from $65,000 to $420,000. This is crazy. At least 10 of the ex-players paid kickbacks totaling $230,000 to Williams. Jesus Christ. Mm. And that's Terrence Williams. He led, Terrence Williams led the whole thing. He was the, he was the ringleader. (laughs) And I, I remember Terrence Williams. I remember him with the Nets because I hated playing against him on 2K because that boy was a lockdown defender. Yeah, yeah, he was. He's a lockdown idiot now. He's about, <laughs> about, about to be locked down, like literally. And he could jump, too. He he, he could jump. He played yeah. in, in New Jersey. That boy could jump. Uh, yeah, jump, jump out of cell. Yeah, he could be the prison basketball captain. Yeah, for real. Um, The number 11 pick in the 2009 drive, which was Terrence Williams, by the New Jersey Nets at the time, he went on to play for the Nets, Boston, Houston, and Sacramento over four years as a role player. 7.1 averages per game. He was weighed by Boston two days after his 26th birthday and hasn't appeared in the league since. Um, seeing Tony Allen on this list, uh, shocking. Um, Shannon Brown, like you said, shocking. Uh, Big Baby Davis. Ah oh, man, Ruben Patterson, Darius Miles, these are guys that, you know, were pretty upstanding. Now, Sebastian Telfair had his problems. Oh, yeah. But, you know, these were guys that were pretty upstanding. So we got to see how this is going to play out, if it's going to play out the way the NFL suit did. Because, as you know, come January 2022, those gentlemen in that, and Clinton Portis included, will be sentenced. And that'll be that um but i got a quick question clinton portis is facing 10 years go ahead wow quick quick question you uh so uh, darius mouse the knucklehead podcast that platform do you, you think they they receive any revenue from that i mean it's a it's a naturally known podcast i'm sure they do i'm sure they get paid for it just wow. like so um, for him to be involved uh, in this that's that's just that's stupid so now you didn't took q rich down with you because Q Rich is the other one on the Knuckleheads podcast. That's like uh, um, 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 all the smoke podcasts with uh, Bars and Jackson. Yeah, yeah, they get paid for that. Cause I mean, you know, I'm sure they get paid for. It. They got sponsorships. Yeah, well, well they on Showtime, uh, Bars and Jackson. So I'm pretty sure they they get they get in a bag. Exactly. They get in a bag. Yeah. Uh, podcast my, is a good second career. Yeah. Well, Q Rich, you better call Corey McGetty. Yeah, because that's your other knucklehead right there. 
Yeah, or, or call uh, Lamar Odom. He got a story to tell. Yeah, and Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom's story. Period, from beginning to middle to present is a remarkable story because of everything mm-hmm. he's been through, everything he's done. Yeah, I will say that. Uh, secondly, <laughs> we gonna keep an eye on that. But secondly. I got to say this. I was supposed to do this uh, last night. I meant Tuesday night with the boss, BJ. And I got a gush about my bulls. And I have to say this. It's only preseason. Everybody's talking about, oh, bulls going uh, 82 and 0 and yada, yada. No, 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 no. Don't put that pox on my house there, Ricky Bobby. We're not going 82 and 0. We're not winning 70 games. This team has to jail. But with Lonzo Ball, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and Zach Levine as our big three, and we still have Vucevic, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, um, Alex Caruso, uh, Dasamu, Ayo Dasamu, um, Alize Johnson. We got bodies. We got bodies. And I'm down with this. This is where I want to gush at. My gushing starts with this team hasn't been very good over the last last few years. It hasn't been. We haven't been good since they broke up the baby bulls. We were okay with Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler. Then they traded Derrick Rose. Draft day. I cried. The same time a year later. They traded Jimmy Butler. I cried. I stopped watching Bulls basketball for a little bit. I'm still a fan. I kept it in the peripheral, but I stopped watching it. Last season, I really watched. Last two seasons, I really watched. I really watched because I wanted to see what Levine was going to do. Could he carry this team? And I was like, oh, he needs some help. Uh, Help and a coach that believes in him. I think, I think we are where we need to be. And this is going to be an exciting Chicago team to watch this season. So look out Eastern Conference. Yeah, everybody talking about the Nets. But Nets got problems of their own that we're not going to get into tonight because, you know, we get in those type of problems. Things happen. So we're not going to get into that. We're just going to move on. But watch out for my bulls. You dig? And we join by the man as cool as ice, twice as nice. Ain't never had a bad day in his damn life. Junie. What's the deal, everybody? How's everybody doing? Good, man. Glad to have you back. I mean, no doubt, no doubt. Glad to be back. Uh, Looking over the MLB playoff schedule, we got the the uh, AL and NLDS, the Division League Series. Uh, Boston and Tampa Bay Rays are playing right now. Zero zero. I hope Boston loses all the way. Houston uh, leads the White Sox one game to none. They play tomorrow afternoon, which would be great because I would love to be home. I hope I get off early enough to watch that. That's at two o'clock. Braves and Brewers tomorrow evening, four thirty-seven at uh, and that's in Milwaukee. I love to be home for both of those. And then you also got the Dodgers and Giants tomorrow night. You got three games tomorrow night. Of baseball, Dodgers, Giants in San Francisco. Hopefully, the Dodgers take that. 
just long as the Red Sox lose, I don't give a damn about anything else. Nothing else matters. I'm just going to put it that way. Um, that should be the Yankees, but we're not even going to talk about that because I don't want to get emotional. So, moving right along. As we were leaving off the air on Tuesday night, uh, Lady C, the boss BJ, and myself, we were talking uh, NBA and we were talking NFL and a shocking thing came across. Stefan Gilmore had been released. But then you get in late into the night, it goes from being released to being traded to Carolina for a six-round pick. I'm in the room and Lady C is here, the Swamp Queen. I'm going to start with Lady C. Uh, good move or bad move for Carolina to get Stefan Gilmore? As yet to be seen, I think mm, I think it's a it's a pretty good move. Um, well, like I'm, I'm I can't I, I I can't say it's good or bad. I'm I'm feeling really indifferent about it. I'm I'm just waiting to see what happens. Um, he's a good guy, but you know he's kind of been up and down. So yeah. I don't know. I cannot cannot give a definitive answer on that one. If staying neutral was a person, it would be Lady C. <laughs> the man of the hour, Delonte. Swiss. Gilmore to Swiss Carolina. All the time. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. I like the move. Um, I like the move. And now granted, they already they have a, a pretty good um cornerback room in Carolina. Um with AJ Boye and then um, your boy Horn, he's supposed to be coming back from injury soon. I think adding uh, Gilmore, that's that's a that's a good look for them. That's a good look. Now, hopefully, he can stay healthy. Um, you know, because past season and a half, you know, it's been a little dicey in terms of his health. But I like the move. I like the move. And, and like um, a lot of uh, my people's from um, Carolina, well, specifically Charlotte. They love the move, of course, you know, because that's a Pro Bowl caliber uh, talent. So that's a uh, it's, it's it's a good look for Carolina. Oh, and uh, and shout out to Sam Donald. Hey, he balling, he balling, oh, June definitely balling. Junie, uh, can you hear me? Yep, we got you. Well, first of all, I'm shocked by the move because uh. The Patriots were waiting for him to come back from injury. Um, he's only 31 years old. Carolina Panthers already got a stunning defense. So he's going to add more uh, veteran leadership to the team. So I think it's a plus. I think it's a great move for Carolina. Like, like one of y'all just said, if he can stay uh, healthy. That is a great move. All right, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, you want to show up your secondary because I was asking the question saying, hey, uh, is he going to come to Washington to because we lost Tory McTire um, on Sunday to a torn ACL, got a cornerback spot open, you know, why not add him? I thought that was going to happen, but it went from being released to a trade. So, I mean, it, it happens. Let's see what he can do down in Carolina because Carolina – I think Sam Donald, the way he's playing in Carolina, the way Carolina's playing ball, it just shows what you can do with new players and, and, and new people. 
So we got to we'll keep an eye on that as usual. Hey, let me say this about Sam Donald real quick. I'm I got to give him uh, ultimate props because you know a lot of people wrote him off when he was with the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Of course, that that coaching situation was 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 some BS. His offensive line situation was some BS. The team as a whole, the organization as a whole, was some BS. So for him to come down there in Carolina and these first uh, four weeks, he's been showing improvement beyond showing improvement. I I, I tip my hat to uh, to old Sammy for real. Uh, my vote for comeback player of the year will have to be Sam Donald. If the season was to end today. Hey, hey, hold up, back up. On comeback player of the year, that can go to your team too, Delonte. That can go to um Who, uh, Teddy B. What's the guy? Teddy Bendergrass. Teddy B. Teddy, te- te- Teddy B is doing an awesome job in Denver. Um, I never yeah. wrote Sam Donald off. I was the only person picking the Jets when y'all was going against the Jets uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, so I like Sam Donald. He he is playing an all. He's doing an awesome job right now. Well, I agree with that. Uh, hopefully, he can sustain it because you you know how quarterback play can be in the NFL. You know, first four weeks on fire. You know, you three and one or you two and two, and just the defense letting you down. And you know, you win two, three more games, and all of a sudden the bottom falls out, and they talking about benching. And you know how fans can be. And I, I love to hear what the Nubian Sumo has to say because he is a Carolina fan. So I would love to hear what he has to say. Now, I agree. I agree. Some other news that popped on that happened right as we were jumping off the A on Tuesday night. Uh, Jalen Smith released by the Cowboys. And once again, of course, I asked the question. I was like, okay, we lost John Bostic. Is he coming to Washington? And then I started seeing film on why he got released. And all I could say was, damn, is he playing out of position like that so he could get released because he's tired of Dallas? Or, And to be quite honest, as a Washington football team fan, this is no slight or, you know, this is just me being a football fan, period. Jerry Jones has a lot of control of what his players do and don't do. I don't like that because I believe in being an individual. You're not going to tell me that I can't express myself in the way that I want to express myself. Like, he dictates what numbers players wear. When CeeDee Lamb was drafted, he told him, you're going to wear 88. CeeDee Lamb said, no, I want to wear 10. He said, no, you're going to wear 88. Dog, how are you going to talk to me like that? Me and Jerry Jones will have a problem with that. Because one thing you're not going to do is tell me what I'm going to wear. If I said that I'm going to wear 10, I'm going to wear 10. That's it, and that's all. You can waive my rights, and I can go sign somewhere. That's how I feel. Did, did did he did he did he use the boy the word boy afterwards? They're gonna wear that number, boy. I, shit, I, it wouldn't surprise me. But I, you know, I, I, Jerry Jones is a businessman. I love him. I love him as an owner, not so much because I'm like he has to take his hands off it. But Jalen Smith, Jalen Smith, in these videos of these all twenty twos is playing some bad ball. So. He signed with Green Bay. Go back around the table. We'll start it up with Lady C again. Lady C, Jalen Smith to released and signed by Green Bay. Do you think it'll he'll play better in Green Bay, or do you think he'll just be possibly released again before the end of the season? Well, if he's playing the way that he's playing to get away from Dallas, then I think he'll be you know a really good asset for 
uh, Green Bay. Now, he, you know, he's not just out there just going beast mode for Dallas in the first place. I don't think. Um, so if he's playing just to get away from Dallas, then, you know, he'll do pretty good. But if he's playing like that and he get over there playing in Green Bay, shit, he might not even make it off the weekend. So, yeah, ain't, ain't no telling with him. Delonte? Um, I, I, I think he'll, I, I think, of course, he'll play better. You know, he'll be motivated to play better. You know what I'm saying? New environment. You got, you know, a better quarterback. Uh, no disrespect to Dak, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. The thing is, Very he has to learn to, to cover. <laughs> oh. My bad, Dak. But hey, you know, facts. No, is no, facts. no, no. Uh, it's, it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> so the, the thing with uh, with, with uh, Mr. Smith is he has to get better with covering the tight end. Um, you know, in, in today's uh, you know uh, uh, NFL, the hybrid linebacker is becoming you know more popular. Uh, and the hybrid linebacker is that one who can you know play in the box. As well as you know, say cover the linebacker because these linebackers, I mean, well, the tight ends. Sorry, y'all, because these tight ends are getting uh, becoming faster and you know, of course, you know, more stronger and, and they're, they're taller too. Um, so I, I think that was one of the, the big things that he struggled with in Dallas, and, and I believe that's one of the reasons why he was released. Um, their scheme, he didn't fit with their scheme. Um, so I, hopefully, you know, he, he worked on that. Because you know these these tight ends, they're gonna they're gonna try to uh, you know zone in on him, you know, once they see the tape. But uh, it should be a decent move. I think he'll play better. Junie, hey, first of all, I would like to see that those clips you're talking about because I thought Jalen Smith was playing some serious ball. Um, when I read about that earlier, I I couldn't believe it. I thought he was playing the top of his game. Um, and I think he'll be a, 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 a awesome addition with Green Bay. I don't want to face Green Bay anymore. They already beat us. But um, I think he'll be a serious, uh, uh, awesome addition to Green Bay. Awesome linebacker. Well, I got, I'm going to send you one real quick right now. But it, it's just like homeboy was just all out of place. Uh, and – I'm looking at just how he just – it's crazy, to be quite honest, Junie. It's it's in our sideline junkies chat. It's a Twitter clip. It's crazy. And the boss BJ checked in in the text window. He says, I blame Dallas coaching. Also, the reports are saying that he's selfish. Hey, when you start getting bred and you start getting big-headed, man, it's a problem. It is a problem. You got to humble yourself. And the way he's whiffing on some of these plays that I, I've seen, oh, my God. That's I, that's just like you're not even learning your assignment. You're not even playing right. So, you know, I'm just uh, – I thought I wanted him here, but nah, I'll pass. <laughs> I will pass. Is he that bad? The way – man – when you get a chance, check out the uh, the video I sent you. Like I'm talking about, 
you got a running back running through. Let me see. What's that? That would be he was supposed to go through the two hole. He went through the four. He cut back and went through the four hole. Jalen Smith supposed to be sitting in that hole. He winds up getting blocked by a offensive lineman that pulled. Is that an old line? Nope. That's the uh, the tight end that pulled across the formation, was blocking somebody, and then blocked Jalen Smith while he was blocking somebody else. Jalen Smith should have stopped that for no game. Like, hey, let me tell you something. Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, I thought was a perfect pair of linebackers, a perfect team playing together. I thought, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So but, I, I think he's going to be a serious addition at Green Bay. Possibly with the addition of Micah Parsons. And Van Der Esch, you know, not playing as much, I think that might have been what exposed him and got him up out of Dallas. Because Michael Parsons is a one, beast. But you don't think that one play for uh, Jalen Smith did it? I nah, mean, that was on the I think one it was, play. I think it was a series of plays. I think this is probably the, the, the most egregious of all of them. Okay, um, okay, okay. But it's, it's other ones, but I think this might have been the one that they probably said, you know what, this is not going to work. You know, it's kind of hard to get fired on your day off, but he did. So, wow. Now, this is the part of the show that we come to and we have to talk about it because it's coming up on Sunday. Uh, them Nolan Saints are visiting Landover, Maryland. And. <laughs> taking on my Washington football team. Now, the last time we played, it was not pretty. It was 43 to 19, I believe it was. I had it pulled up. What did I do with it? Where did I put that? Of course, I can't find it because I'm looking for it. But it was 43 to 19. Well, last game. Oh, no, no, no. We got we You got to address the past to get to the future. Washington football team last game against New Orleans Saints. Yes, that's what I want. So, hey, Kevin. Yes, sir. Do you remember RG3 first game against the Saints? Yes, sir. Back okay. in 2012, week one, he came out, and that game was over, really. And then New Orleans came back. We did. He went down to the Superdome, and the term Griffining was born. He hit Pierre Garçon for two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, he ran the ball. He, for anybody that thinks that RG3 couldn't be a pocket passer, he showed it early on in that season because he didn't run a lot. He didn't run until unless it was a design run or he was in trouble. He right. sat back and he picked defenses apart. But you know why? Because the run game was so good. And the threat of him running, the threat of Alf running was so heavy. The play action could hold linebackers in place and they couldn't go anywhere. So he could sit back there, have time, pick them apart. He completed at one point in time during that season over 75% of his passes. Don't ever tell me yep, he's not an NFL a, quarterback. That was a serious squad with Alf. Exactly. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, you good. You good. And But that's what I'm saying. You got to remember that. And the boss BJ says RG3 put the league on notice with that game. Yes, he did. And that was a win, 40-32 to 32 in New Orleans. Um, Then three years later, yeah, it was a good New game. Orleans. I got to admit, it was a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Three years later, New Orleans comes to Washington and they lose 47 to 14. Then Washington goes to New Orleans in 2017 and they lose 34 31. 
And then last time they played 43 to 19, New Orleans over Washington. And Washington fell to two and two. And I was looking at the uh the players on this team. I think it's about five players left from this team. Dustin Hopkins, Tressway, uh Dustin Danny Johnson. I think Danny Johnson's still on this team. And um DeShazer Everett. Everybody else is gone. Everybody else is gone. That that tells you the turnover. And Alex Smith was the quarterback. He went 39, uh, 23 of 39, 275, and an interception. But he took three sacks. This is the season that he got hurt. And that was they were two and two. They reeled off four straight wins before they lost. And this team right here was a playoff team. It would have been a playoff team if Alex Smith didn't get hurt that year. But here we are in 2021. Lady C. I'm going to turn the floor over to you since you are a New Orleans Saints fan. Um, give me your keys to victory, not a pick, but just give me your keys to, to, to a Saints victory. We'll save your pick for Sunday morning on the Sunday morning rise, but keys to victory for New Orleans. So, keys to victory. So, you know, we we have a – our defense versus is going to have to hit on our defense. We're better with the, with the rushing, you know, seeing reports, you know. So we're going to have to change up some stuff because <clears throat> um, y'all, y'all, y'all not too good with that one. Y'all seem to break down a little bit uh, towards the third quarter, which is fine. You know, some people get motivated. Some people break down. I mean, it's obviously happened to us, especially last week, losing to an 0-3 team. Definitely not going to digress on that because I'm still hurting. Um, so, you know, and it's definitely going to be a battle of uh, McLaurin and, and Lattimore, I think. You know, so let's see who, who, who gets it quicker. And Jameis. And what Taysom, you know, Taysom gets it, gets the ball out pretty quick. He, and he has, he can find the sweet spot in the pocket a little bit better than Jameis can. Um, but Jameis is going to have to get that ball out quick. Um, because y'all come and y'all come hard, and y'all going to be coming at them. Now, Jameis really can't focus on just moving the ball, you know, just, just moving the ball down, down the field. Um, what would, you know, really help us come out on top is the possession time that we have um, when we have the ball. The longer we keep it, the better we, you know, the better we'll be with this. So... I'm going to hold on to my predictions, but, you know, go ahead and get your jersey. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Get, get my jersey. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, we go with the bullshit, but I'm going to go ahead and keep it short and sweet. Score more points than the other team. Now, yeah, we got Heineke nah, coming. Break it down. <laughs> we got Heineke coming in, and we played a hell of a game in Atlanta 
your division rival uh, on Sunday. Antonio Gibson played well. McLaurin played well. Um, but now we're coming into this game without John Bostic, without uh, Logan Thomas, who was placed on IR, without uh, Tory McTire, who's one of our dime corners. So we're coming in a little banged up. And I agree with you. Time of possession has to be a thing. We got to make your defense tired. We have to put the screws to uh, 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 New Orleans very, very good. And here's my thing. If we can get McKissick and Gibson going with a little sprinkle of Patterson, and those guys can equal up for at least 125 yards rushing. Heineke can give me 275, 300, two touchdowns. You're not beating us. But I need defense to step up. I need Chase Young to get real familiar with James. I'm talking, you know, he need to channel his inner Charles Haley. And if you, for those of you not familiar with the great Charles Haley, five-time Super Bowl champ, what he told Troy Aikman in practice one time is you better be lucky you on my team because if I sacked you, put my dick on your back, you will run to the middle of the field, drop down on your knees, say, Lord, please somebody help me and get this man off me. That's the type of that's the type of energy I need from Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, even my man, Matt I. Nice. That's the type of defense I need. I need that type of swagger. I need them to get real familiar. Take turns. I need Cole Holcomb. Yeah, but see, to stay you, know, in- but you, you got uh-uh. But see, you uh-uh, no, 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 no. But see, the one thing that that we have, it's you know, it's good and bad. It's our toxic trait, apparently, is Jameis and his unpredictability. So he can either throw it at you, throw it through you, throw it past you, throw a damn pick. You never know. So it can hurt us. It can help us. Mm-hmm. That's our, our toxic trait as a team is, is that we have Jameis. Um, so. I well, well, I need Jameis to throw. I need Jameis to throw at least three picks in this game. And when he throws those three no, picks, no, no, I need those three picks to that. turn into 21 points. So. No, 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 th- no, no That's no. it. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. No. Y'all may okay. sack him probably twice, but he damn sure ain't Mm-mm. throwing no fucking three picks. You can't hang that up. Okay. I hear you. Here's Don't the thing. I'll take my money on that one. I'll Even take your money for that too. Being so unpredictable. No, I'll you take your money. Nurse, for, how much money you want to put on that? You want to put five on that? You want to put five on that? You know, you. Did he know, throw three really picks? Bad. You are really bad at betting. Are you sure you want to do this? Uh, I'm only bad at betting when the boss BJ is involved because that man takes my money. Like I, I probably got to hey. put all of his kids through college right about now. <laughs> you should. Like I'm gonna be working till I'm 200. I mean, you know, you should, but want to go against the Swamp Queen about this? I'm 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 fine with that unless you work a little hoodoo on me. I'm fine with that. You want to put five? Did he throw three recipe. picks? It's not voodoo. It's recipes. Get your get your mind together. Whatever. You want to put five on three picks. Do you want to put the five on? Scared money don't make money. What's good? All right. Bet. All right. Y'all heard that. 
You got my and Junior, you right. There's a really right good game on division game. Uh, the Rams playing the Seahawks 0 0, 845 left in the first. But the Rams look like they marching a little bit. Now, back to Sunday's game. As of right now, New Orleans two point favorite over under is 43 and a half. I'm not going to give a pick for that. I'm not going to say anything. We'll save that for Sunday. But uh, I'll see you Sunday morning, Lady C, for the Sunday rise, and we'll hash this out and give up our picks. Uh, Delonte and Junie, um, let's start with you, Delonte. This wasn't even on the docket, but we're going to do it. We got another <laughs> another uh, game that's brother against brother. Sideline junkie against sideline junkie. The house of sideline junkie is going to be divided yet again. We got Denver versus Pittsburgh. And Denver's a half point favorite. 39 and a half is the over under. uh, Delonte, Junie, give me your keys to victory for your respective teams. Start with you, Delonte. Junie, you follow up with your your keys for victory. Uh, Simple for me. A healthy Teddy B. Because uh, Drew Locke, it, I, I think his confidence is officially lost, gone. So, you know, as long as Teddy B can, you know, can play with the composure he's been playing so far, um, God, we can keep our uh, – we can get at least one of our linemen back, or offensive linemen back. We should be able to win because uh, Big Ben, as much as I respect his talent, you know, his, his legacy and all that, it's been a rough year for him, and I think with Von Miller um, on the back on the prowl, it's gonna be a rough Sunday for the uh, the Steelers O line and Big Ben. So, yep, that's the key. That's the key for Denver. Junie. did we lose Junie? Uh oh. Uh oh, uh oh. Oh, he 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 just texted me. He said, um, what's this? He says, I know, bro, Pittsburgh don't have a chance. Uh, long live on. That's what the. <laughs> oh my goodness, I, I'm 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 not. I don't even know if I want to go with that and 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 run with that. <laughs> and unhealthy Teddy B is what he said in the text window. Oh, oh t- t- Teddy B uh, should be practicing tomorrow. He has passed uh, concussion protocol. So see you Sunday, Mr. Scott. See you on Sunday. Mm. So as we always say, that's a, another game that's going to tear the house apart. Um, BJ's Bills travel to Kansas City to uh, AFL rematch. You know, it's an AFL uh Matchup, should I say? Uh, Buffalo's two and a half point underdogs, and fifty six and a half is the over under. I know the boss BJ has something to say about that on Sunday. Uh, we got division. We got a, a lot of division games on uh, Sunday. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals versus San Francisco 49ers. Uh Dallas versus the Giants. Uh, what else we got? Um, Tennessee and Jacksonville's division game. Um, Detroit Minnesota division game. 
You know, we got got a lot of division games. It's a division game on the night. You know, a lot test, of games test, with division. There you go, Junie. Man, I don't know what happened, man. I that's what I was just trying to say, man. I'm hoping we go in with an unhealthy Teddy B. I'm hoping, I'm praying that Drew Locke is starting so we can go and get that victory. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And the boss BJ hit the, the text window. He says, when you say AFL, you have to explain that to the young folk. Okay, quick, quick history lesson. The AFL is not the arena football league. League. It's the American Football League, which is the league where 90% of your AFC teams come from. Okay. When you talk uh AFL, the Bills, the Patriots, the Jets, um, the whole in the AFC East, the Bills, Patriots, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chiefs, uh, the Bengals. No, the Bengals weren't an AFL team. They were an expansion team. Um, the Oilers were an AFL team, and so were the Colts. Everybody else, you know, the no, no, Colts were an NFL team. Sorry. Jaguars weren't around at the time. Neither were the Texans. Uh, the Titans were the Oilers at the time. The Steelers, Browns, the Ravens weren't around because they were still the Browns. So the Steelers and the Browns are your only NFL teams in the AFC. Everybody else was AFL. Buffalo and Kansas City were American Football League champions. They were the dominant teams of the American Football Conference. Oh, I'm sorry, the American Football League. So for people that look down on Buffalo and Kansas City like they just came up, no, those were the dominant teams. They won AFL championships, which I still count as championships, and I feel that those teams should hang those banners proudly. Just like teams hang their NFL banners, their NFL championship banners proudly, such as my Washington football team winning an NFL championship in 37 and 42. The Bills won back-to-back in 55 and 56, if I'm not mistaken. So for you young folks, there used to be two leagues, two pro leagues that would compete for players. Al Davis was the commissioner of the AFL before he was the owner of the Raiders. He was a player for the Raiders, wound up becoming commissioner of the AFL. Pete Rosell was the commissioner of the NFL. And they, but hey, that's why Pete Rosell and Al Davis didn't get along too well. And did I say Denver, Denver was an uh, AFL team too? And of course, Kansas City wasn't. Always Kansas City. They used to be the Dallas Texans before. There was the Dallas Cowboys. There were the Dallas Texans. So, and Boss BJ is in uh in the text window. He said Dallas slash Kansas City. Yep, that's indeed. So, for you young folks who don't know, that's what I say when I say AFL matchup. And you know, I'll throw this out there because I always say I'm gonna do it on a Super Bowl week. But nobody ever gets the question. It's only one Super Bowl game that can never be re- And that's the Indianapolis Colts now, which used to be the Baltimore Colts versus the New York Jets. That Super Bowl can never be played again. They can never be replayed. Always remember that because it's going to be on the test come Super Bowl week. All right. So, uh, Delonte, we'll start with you. Any parting thoughts before we get up out of here tonight after that history lesson? 
Um, no, shout out to the AFL. Shout out to all the franchises, um, <clears throat> franchises that got their start in the AFL. Um, shout out to everybody that's uh, a part of the Sideline Junkies family. Um, you know, shout out to the Steelers, the Saints, Redskins, a lot of uh, in-house rivalry games this weekend. Just, just want everybody to come out healthy. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of injuries, um, like freak, freak injuries. So we want everybody to come out healthy and be safe. That's that's pretty much it. Oh, and uh, shout out to uh, the Midnight Rider. I think I saw him on the um, in the text window. And shout out to the great Hall of Fame. Fat lever. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Junie, you got any parting shots before we get out of here? I just want to say go Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's beat Denver. Let's get this win. Y'all have a good night. All right. And for me, uh, if you saw the text uh, or the post, um, for those that follow me on my personal page, this is my last show. At the age of 39. So next time you hear me will be Sunday morning and I will be a fresh 40 years old. So looking forward to that. I don't normally get excited about my birthday. I always say it's just another day. But uh, this year I'm kind of excited because it's a milestone birthday for me. You know, hitting 40. And, you know, being able to say, you know, I made it here. When so many people told me I would never make 40 because of the decisions that I used to make. And all I got to do is make it to Saturday, 12 a.m. So that's what I'm aiming for. I'm trying to stay safe and make it there because that's just one milestone. My next milestone after that is hitting 50 because a lot of my uncles didn't make it to 50. And I want to be one of the ones that makes it to 50 and beyond. So got a lot to be excited about. Um, But like I said, this is the last you'll hear from me. I have been given the day off from the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs by the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. But you will see and hear him and the Nubian Sumo on Saturday night, so stay tuned for that. But until then, we are the Sideline Junkies. Lady C, you got disconnected, but you still here. Thank you for joining and talking your shit. Now I will expect my money once Jameis throws pick number three, because once he throws pick number four, you're going to give me another $5. So until next time, I am the big guy, KG. <laughs> that's the man of the hour, Delonte. The man that's cool as ice, twice as nice, Junie. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace.